What's a unique scene we could have of a massive caveman being unleashed in downtown Melbourne? Um, we're both naked. Uh, I assume okay. we're both there. Yeah. Yeah, we're both um, there. I came over. Yeah, for one of our, for our uh, yearly naked weeks. Yeah. It's, beco- it's becoming a thing, Melburnians. Check it out. Um, we're there. <laughs> we're obviously we're at someone's pool, and there's a, you know a big lemon tree overhanging. Yep. There are spiders coming off of it and whatnot, but we're all used to it by now, so that's fine. That's fine. You can just take lemons freely, just get around the spiders. Exactly. That's the only test. Um, <laughs> and then we, we pan out, and there's a, there's a bloody giant there. He's only bigger than the lemon tree. Oh, no! And he picks it up, and he just eats it like a like a bit of broccoli, because I'm thinking of giants in, like, the ending of Hellboy 2020, whatever it is, <laughs> with yeah. the, the hellscape of unknowable demon monstrosities. That, you know, it's going to be hard to get and... Richard Keel to play that. Mm. Not least because he's dead. But it hasn't stopped Tupac. That's true. If ABBA can have a new hit single or whatever it is that's going on. I don't know. I don't don't read the news. Whatever it is Peter Jackson's up to. If ABBA can have a hit new song, then I fail to see why Richard Kate will kind of appear on another piece of shit that he'll regret for the rest of his non-existence. Non-existence. That's the magic of technology. What a a horribly unsettling euphemism for death that isn't actually any answer. (laughs) You know when you stop existing? (laughs) That. Oh, bye, the rest of the world. But is it you who say goodbye to me? Or I... My dad did. Podcast hosted by creatures. Why? You just have to look at them to see that. But I know, whatever they are, they're human beings. I'm Paul Gar. I'm swearing on my Elvis Presley LP. <laughs> Tits. Damn. Get ready to hear that again soon. <laughs> <laughs> I could sample some of the other dialogue from this movie. Julie. Roxy. <laughs> Roxy. What's Roxy. it? I didn't write her real name. Roxy. Yeah, I had Susan in my head. It wasn't Susan. Yeah, Susan. Oh, well, I've got all sorts of things set up. Don't you worry about it, mate. <laughs> I never do. I trust you on this. All sorts of hijinks are going to happen. Oh, gear. Uh, we may have skewed our format here at OGT Towers a little bit in order to try and keep our newfound audience interested. Uh, but mm-hmm. you better believe that every episode that ends in a five is going to mean we go down a history hole. And the history hole. Because we love it so much. We love it so much. Yes, the history hole. Where we review bad movies from before 1990, just about. <laughs> and we're back in the 1960s and the age of terrible monster movies with Yay. Iga. Or Iga! Or Iga, the name written in blood. The guy who wrote the oh. subtitle didn't watch past the title shot. From ancient genesis to the modern screen, is the name written in blood. Iga! If I could just call you on the phone. Thrilled to the newest recording star, Artro Jr. See ravishing Marilyn Manning in a thrilling, chilling story. The last of the prehistoric giants sees his first girl, Noah. Curious newsmen search deep in giant country for the last of the ancient cavemen. 
See a tough giant tamed by the soft hands of his captive woman. See him sacrifice his ageless beard for her love. Ega's primitive passion was love or kill. Hear Ega talk, the ancient language of love used at the beginning of time. This is a 1962 50s film by bad movie auteur Arch Hall Sr., uh, directing mm. under the pseudonym Nicholas Merriweather. Uh, okay, it all falls into place now. I don't know uh, who, yes. who he is, but... <laughs> he plays the dad in this as well. Oh, he is also. okay. Of course he does. There's an old man, man prominently in the movie. Of course that's the director. Now, I don't want to call this story of yours a lot of foolishness, and I haven't so far, have I? No. He just wanted to show off his special helicopter suit. <laughs> I love that suit. Favorite I love bit it so much. It's so much better than my helicopter suit. Uh, he's a very interesting man. Apparently, he was mm. known as Arch and was raised in Missouri. Missouri? <laughs> Missouri. As, as Missouri as a genuine cowboy. Ooh. He spoke the Sioux language and had a Sioux name, Watogala Okshila, ah. which means wild boy. Nice. Wild boys. Yeah. Wild boys. Do, 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 do. It's one of his son's songs. Uh, he was, was a pilot. <laughs> he was a pilot in the U.S. Army alongside another screenwriter, another, another, alongside a, a screenwriter named uh, William Bowers, who oh. actually wrote a movie about Arch Hall Senior called "The Last Time I Saw Archie." Oh, it's about a lazy, scheming American in the civ- civilian pilot training program, an <laughs> aviation school for pilots too old to fly aircraft, but too, but not old enough to fly military gr- gliders. And yeah. Arch was played by Robert Mitchum. This was an actual movie. Wow. Yeah. About a stupid man. It was made without Hall's permission, so he successfully sued the producers and founded mm. a studio on the back of it. Oh, good <laughs> things do come out of lawsuits. <laughs> Thank God for such a litigious culture. Uh, he also worked as a stuntman in Hollywood, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell in this. He does all his own stuff. Yeah. Oh, mate, there's, there's some good helicopter action in this. And I'm not going to spoil the rest, but June yep, if, a co- if a cocktail glass is going to get handed around, he's going to be taking it with his own hands. He's going to eat it. <laughs> That's what they teach you at stunt school. <laughs> they call it a bastard's cocktail. So, <laughs> he makes his own movie studio called Fairway International Productions, making B-films uh, targeted towards cinema. the drive-in market. Cinema. Okay. Could Scorsese say any better? He couldn't. Because he got his first gig from Roger Corman. So... Talent yeah. can come from anywhere, folks. Just get out there. Uh, yeah. And speaking of talent, uh, this guy. <laughs> this guy, following the success of their first venture into the drive-in juvenile delinquency genre, uh, The Choppers, uh, Arch is able to fund Ega as a vehicle for his son, Arch Hall Jr., who had some success with songwriter Alan O'Day on the rock and roll or surf rock scene. Wow. So is yeah. he playing Carl? Yeah. He's the he's the terrifying I guy in this. See. I see. <laughs> Equal parts: so, Malcolm McDowell, Jesse Plemons, <laughs> John C. Riley, yeah. David Bowie. He has a lot of John C. Riley about him. It's, there's a lot about the, the face, brow. Yeah, yeah, the brow there's a and lot the going smile. On. He looks like a simple boy. He does, but a terrifying one at that. Yeah. He looks like a boy who's been inflated to large size and went evil. But he might just be ready for some ultra violence. He wanted to create an Elvis Presley-style screen persona for his son and used a lot of rock and roll songs, including two of the songs that the son wrote, Vicky and Valerie. 
a very I want, imaginative kid. I did wonder. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed the lore around this guy of, you know, all these women. that he, It's like the beautiful South. Ah. Oh. How long does a tear take to cry? To dry? To cry? How long does it take to cry out a tear, mate? That's what the song was called. And then follow, and then follow up a song to dry. It makes <laughs> makes sense. I want to know. Valerie. I want to know. Valerie, tell us all the answers. Much of the film was shot in Fairway International Pictures Studios, where Arch lived at the time. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I see. Let's talk about composer Andre Brummer, who Go composed on. the music for this movie under the name Henry Price. He used that name for some of his films. Films like Wild Ones on Wheels, The Frill Killers, Good on the Loose, Mud Honey, mm. Day of the Nightmare, Sappho Darling, <laughs> Body Fever, mm-hmm. Cynthia the Devil's Doll, God Monster of the Indian Flats, The Hollywood Strangler Meets the Skid Row Slasher, <laughs> and Las Vegas Serial Killer. All of which we'll be covering in the history hole. So, uh... <laughs> All of which are now in the history hole. He saved his own good name for movies like Monster from the Ocean Floor, Airstrike, Love Slaves of the Amazons, The Rawhide Trail, The Jailbreakers, mm. Three Blondes in His Life, Sex or Ooh. Bust, Ooh. and Fertilize the Blaspheming Bombshell. It's getting sexier and sexier by the minute. <laughs> he kept his, name for, his real name for the sexy ones. Just so you know who to thank after you've had your, your, your sixth wank of, the, wank of the day. I always know who to thank, mate. Jesus. <laughs> thank Jesus for the blessings we have here before us. For this wonderful wank. <laughs> Thanks, God. And the J-Man. Oh, Skirt God. Well, I know what you're asking, but uh, let me tell you about the assistant cameraman. Because the assistant cameraman is Ray Dennis Steckler. Are okay. any bells? Nope. I initially went to, um, I can't even remember his name, Liv Schreiber. Liv Schreiber? <laughs> Liv Schreiber. Schreiber, that's it. Well, so, don't well what he's not I'm Liv Schreiber. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to worry about it, mate. I'm going to leave you to it. Okay. I've got every faith it's going to go to wonderful places. We've got a show to get going, so yeah, you just leave me to this. and uh, <laughs> yeah. But he, Ray Dennis Steckler, appears in the film as Mr. Fisher, a man at the hotel who gets thrown into the pool. One of the men who gets thrown into the pool. Oh, yeah. And is also the assistant cameraman. Steckler would make his directorial debut uh, the next year with the Arch J movie Wild Guitar. But he's better known to most people as the director of The Incredibly Strange Creatures Who Stopped Living and Became Mixed Up Zombies. That's right, it's Nicolas Cage. Oh dear. Oh no, oh dear. <laughs> oh no, oh dear. I, 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 I definitely thought of that movie during this. It's because Ray insane. Dennis Steckler was in there. You just get that vibe. <laughs> Incidentally, Andre hmm. Brummer also did the music for that Uncredited I don't want either of my names on this one <laughs> I don't want to sully my good name or my bad one I mean, it's bad, but it's more like bad than bad you know? Yeah, <laughs> Bad, bad. Uh, It is considered one of the worst films of all time This is uh, and has, some, has become something of a cult hit Not yeah. quite in time for Archie Hall's senior, however Who died in 79 Or oh, his okay. son, who stopped acting in 65 Became an airline pilot. Oh, I mean, yeah. remind me to never fly his plane. <laughs> it's especially, terrifying man. Especially that face leering now. at you. Yeah, from the from the cockpit. But in two thousand and one, he published a novel titled Absara Jet about a Vietnam war vet getting involved in drug smuggling. Hmm. He wrote it under the name Nicholas Merriweather. Name this guy directed. Oh, thank you. It comes for, full circle. This is. A, this is a sweet podcast, everyone. This, this is, it has a story. 
This is a sweet podcast featuring a couple of wholesome boys with massive dongs. Oh my god, it's such a shame this is an audio medium. But don't worry, if you listen hard, you'll hear them swinging. slapping about. <laughs> swinging and a slapping. And, <laughs> slapping uh, about down there. What's it up we, to? As we get talking about Ega. Ega! Well, one last thing. Richard, Ke- Ke- Richard Keel is our only three-man. Uh, mm. This is actually his first film role. He's obviously better known as being Jaws from the Bond movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Guy with the metal teeth. Yep. Uh, but in this, he plays Ega. Uh, and he also Ega. is a two-man because... So we don't have a three-man. We have one two-man, sorry. Oh. Uh, he was in Inspector Gadget doing a cameo as Jaws from James Bond. So, oh, yeah. okay. That's good. Yeah. Well. Well, well, well. well. Isn't that Wellity, wellity, So, Paul, you Tom Nelson. Roxy. <laughs> What's one thing about Ega that made you want to swear on your Elvis Presley LP? You see, it's, you know, uh, you see it also it. comes back. There we go. Oh, this this podcast is so much more layered than Ega. I'm honestly sick of going on about it. It's fucking classy is what it is. Oh, mate. Hey, look, Paul, the opening credits and music uh, in, immediately made me want to go swear on my Primus LP. Because <laughs> it sounded like they fucking <laughs> rolled out rolled out those uh, beef heart evangelists. <laughs> And that was I, I. I genuinely enjoyed it. It was a very. Uh, it was something like oh, Wes yeah. Anderson would do if Wes Anderson was in Primus. <laughs> we had a high. We had high hopes for um for the opening of this. When it starts, the colors, the blood. It's like Hammer Horror yeah. with surf music. Here we go. It's going to be. I feel. Left field. So you say we? Did you watch this with uh, Jack? Jack was about for the first half hour. At the point when they went into the desert, he had to go to bed, but he was enjoying it. Oh, okay. Well, I I think that's a good time to go to bed. <laughs> To be honest. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it was a bit downhill from there. Yeah. But for now, we've got a classy dame who oh, swings boy. by her terrifying fella to see if he'll shout some lines at her and she's in luck. Hi, Roxy. What are you doing in town? I thought I was supposed to meet you up at the club. Well, you still are. I just bought myself a new swimming suit tonight. Oh? Yes. See? That? <laughs> I got off work in 10 minutes. Follow me out then. Follow you? Listen, I can change clothes and beat you out there. <laughs> I, I'd like to drive past him just in case he reaffirms all of his feelings for me, um, as if speaking to an audience. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. That's my girl, all right. Her dad wrote, about the, wrote those adventure books. They live up in the hills. You ought to see her swim. Ah. <sighs> so you're holding my penis. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm so. I just shake. I just. I just shake that off right there for you, sir. There you go. One hundred dollars. He's terrible at his job because all he, all he can do is um. Uh, well, he can't see anything because of his stupid fucking hair. That's true. His hair that flops around because he's in one of those musicians. Oh, he's a musician. Yeah. Well, oh. Betty Lou Betty is on her way to a party. Yeah. Uh, when surprise, caveman. He got. Ah. Ah, kindest Ow. thing you can do is not slow down. Well, you know, 
she she didn't realize that she's in an actual actually a tiny car and the, the shock of it just <laughs> made her fall asleep immediately from exhaustion yeah well then, it was very tiring she had a lot <sighs> of good screaming and and, and let's but, be honest hmm. um richard kill richard kill Richard Kill does spend uh, the next 78 minutes just shifting, shuffling, and muttering about and doing a whole lot of fucking nothing until she wakes well, up again. I feel like the producers felt he, didn't, he hadn't done quite enough muffling because there is definitely some ADR mumbling going on in this. <laughs> some, some mighty Boosh-esque uh, <laughs> mumbling, which is, which is wonderful, which is what I wanted. Well, luckily, nothing's going to happen now because Johnny shows up Uh-oh. in the 50s equivalent of a Pinto. A killer hot rod. Fuck yeah, mate. We've gone downhill with our standards. Um, <laughs> All cars used to look like that. Anyway, I saw a bloody giant. Ooh, crazy. Anyway, Ooh. let's go to the party next scene. I'm telling you, it was a giant. We've got dinner plans, baby. So they go and have dinner with her dad and a pervert. He's <laughs> I've got old Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same vibe. We're saying the same thing here. Same thing. Um, Not he's a fun. close friend of the family in that he stands very close to the family. Um, <laughs> Too close. What about you? This is extraordinary. Did you see this caveman, Billy? Uh, son? I mean, Billy, sorry. <laughs> Billy, my boy. <laughs> my, my boy-in-law? I didn't see anything past my stupid fucking hair. Mm, that checks out. What do you think, pervert? Am I too close yet? Mm. <laughs> Let me think about it. Getting there. So the next day, they go and check out the big footprint. See, it was a giant that nearly killed me. <laughs> yeah. So there. Yeah. So there, mister, and other mister. <laughs> Gee whiz, what I... do you think about that? Hmm? Who's being hysterical now? Maybe I'll get my PTSD treatment. Oh, maybe you will, doll. We'll just see about that. But the dad does have to concede. You're right, there is a giant. Yeah. Well, Credits roll. guess I better... better get... <laughs> Let's move. <laughs> well, I, I guess I better hunt it down on my own, unarmed and on foot. I'll see you in two <laughs> days. So he disappears. <laughs> Yeah. After changing into an adorable little hunter outfit and setting out with yes. the first camera ever made. <gasps> Whoa. He made Impressive it. Impressive he got it. <laughs> he swears to God it's the first one he made. <laughs> it's the first one. I got there before those Lumiere pricks. But there's, yeah, but there's an aerial, you know, there's plenty of footage of a helicopter flying about. Uh, eat that, oh, yeah. Maverick. <laughs> and dumb cut. It's, it's extraordinary. Ah. Mm. Oh. I sure don't like my dad going out there to hunt that terrifying giant all on his own. Pool party? Yeah. Yes, it's Archie Hall Jr. with one of his great hits. Pick up a card from the lobby, folks. He's available for birthdays. He's got songs about all of the names. And, uh, he's, he's What's also... your name there, darling? Uh, Shakinda. Sh- 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 I'm, I'm over here from over the seas. Oh, Deborah! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. What, 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 what rhymes with Deborah? Why did I, I start it off so confidently? <laughs> People think she's a cleverer. You what, mate? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm saying that she's cleverer. <laughs> there, there you, you go. go you see you could be a yeah. skeet a, a skiffle guy I could be a skeet Ulrich anytime I want <laughs> skeet Ulrich if you wanted to mate <laughs> stop but saying look. I can't dad um, somebody calls the party there's a phone yeah. ringing for Debbie Lou Debbie hello ah! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding it's not really it's uh hey your dad's gone missing 
What? But he had his adorable outfit on. It doesn't add I up. I know, I know. Yeah. What can I tell you? All right, well. <laughs> what's, what's that? I've got oh. a... We, we can go and look for him if only we've got some sort of June buggy. And only if yeah. it's been mentioned a few times before <laughs> and refused until now. <laughs> Does the director own a June buggy? <laughs> yeah. So they decide to take the boom buggy out. And... Uh, yeah. To go and find the dad. And they get five minutes of uh, movie out of that. <laughs> they go with Johnny, the lo- the largest 12-year-old there ever was. Yeah, they ride oh, out. They ride around for ages. And then decide to get some rest, so he plays another song. Okay, okay, I'll put it away in one condition that you crawl in and get some rest. Okay. Plays a nice, the... relaxing sleeping song. <laughs> nice, nice, relaxing, fully amplified sleeping song out in the desert. I'm sure glad own. you guys are here to join me on this sleeper train across the country. Good thing I brought my guitar and we can have a little <laughs> sleeping music. Oh, Deborah! <laughs> <laughs> I swear you're not a pleverer. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Uh... That's why it gets really good in a minute. Do the next bit. <laughs> <laughs> the song attracts the attention of Iga. And yeah. uh, they're fast asleep in the middle of the day in broad daylight with no blankets, dressed with American darkness, upright, and running around. Yeah, um, <laughs> it is but... American darkness, like American night. It's what the that's French it. call day for night photography. Yeah, um, that that was yeah. um, that's what I was referring to. Just couldn't remember the actual name of it. So Ooh, uh, I should, I, but I should have just pretended that I uh, didn't know that, and it was pure coincidence. Fuck yeah, I, I but I loved it. But unfortunately, what I. Well, what we don't love, Paul, is that um, Johnny, uh, Carl, uh-huh. David Bowie, Malcolm McDowell's transistor radio <laughs> just keeps fucking going off for no reason at all. No! And it and it does it once, and then it's paid off um, 30 seconds later when he goes <laughs> running around, and then it fucks on yeah. again, and he pisses off, and it's very funny. And... Oh, it's so good, my friend. Ugh. And the next morning, they wake up, and they find his club. Oh, no! Better chuck it over there. <laughs> That's better. I can barely see That's... it now. <laughs> there it is oh yeah let's let, let's go over there sorry so my hair um. <laughs> for fuck's sake john <laughs> so they drive around some more oh, yeah but then they find the first camera ever oh no why did he take it out of the museum oh it's probably because it broke or ran out of battery that's why your dad dumped it he's not a fucking idiot <laughs> it's not this is so stupid this is what a disposable camera looks like back here in the 60s can't move for this kind of bollocks um, <laughs> just littering the streets, mate. Oh well. Oh well. You, doll, you stay here with the buggy. Hey, toss me the gun. You're seven inches away from me, but sure, if you want. <laughs> ah! <laughs> my face and foot. <laughs> um, it's think my hair took most of the blast. <laughs> turns around, just <laughs> half a head missing. Still got it. You stay Still got here, it, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. So you, you stay here without any any means of defending yourself, um, except your <laughs> spunk. And I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss about for the next forty five minutes of film time. So uh, don't I'll, forget, I'll clock back in. Yeah, soon. don't forget if the Iga shows up, just uh, just faint immediately. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I was I went to a finishing school. 
So he goes to wander around for a couple of days and she does exactly that and gets captured. Yeah. He uh... takes her to the cave of the Astro Monster. I wrote that joke and then shit you not found out that that is actually the same cave that was Roman's cave from the Astro, from um, Robot Monster. Such fucking Roman vibes. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. That same is... cave. And I, and I just didn't know the name to be able to, for it to be worth me writing a, a note about it. And I'm so glad that, that you exist and have, <laughs> and have just, just validated me there. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't even have seen Robot Monster. <laughs> God, so, you know, so many great days of my life, uh, you know, all because of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, before we think about that too hard, let's, uh, let's move on. Yeah. He's, um, yeah. So he, yeah, he takes her there. Uh, mm. On the outside, it's that anyone. On the inside, it's a blanket fort made in uh, Archie Hall's garage. But Some he comes really in. Heads. He, he comes, comes in. in carrying he comes a, in. He comes in. He's carrying a big boulder. Could have sworn this was a girl when I picked it up. Ooh, muggin, <laughs> oh, muggins here. Hard to tell the difference sometimes. <laughs> Cut to a big pile of rocks with just a girl halfway down them. <laughs> what am I like? <laughs> uh, oh, the dad is here. Hi, dad. How are you? Ah! <laughs> Tell me about it. He understands you. Oh, uh, he's got a beautiful friendship going. Take it easy. <gasps> Dad! Uh, uh, don't do anything to scare him. Me scare him? Smile. Gee whiz, Dad. <laughs> oh, no, actually, I'm fine. I've, you know, I've, had, I've actually had time to patch myself up to mend my broken collarbone. Um, <laughs> he says, yeah. like somebody who's never had a broken collarbone. And <laughs> yeah. he's he's learned to communicate, kind of, with Iga. Yeah. He oh, just enough to deliver some very choice exposition. Here's his family. There's some cave art, and uh, she does some very fifties yes anding. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, Mister, you really are <laughs> in a cave. Well, that one looked like a very important ancestor. Shake hands with him, Roxy. Oh, Dad. Oh, please yeah. meet you. Does he know they're dead? I think so. Or just can't make himself accepted. I'm not having any trouble. Another fine mess you got me into. <laughs> this must be the man of the house. Anyway, anyway, daughter, he's going to want to have sex with you soon. So if you could just accept that, that would be great. <laughs> that would give me enough time to really heal from my broken collarbone. Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought I had some bad days before. Think of how much more palatable um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre had been. <laughs> I guess he wants me to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> Up on the hook. <laughs> Talk about footsore. <laughs> There's a reference to something that we've done. That we love. Um, oh, he he gives us some charred bones, so to speak. Oh, I love and she has a go on that. And then, yeah, he won't hurt you if you're doing something. Oh, he's polite. You've got to give him that. He's a nice lad. Um, He's not going to assault you until after you finish your knitting. So I will drink some of his sulfur water, yeah. Um, there's there's <laughs> a wonderful exchange. If I drink any more sulfur water, I'm going to die. Oh, it ain't so, <laughs> it's not so bad. <laughs> okay. Dad. <laughs> Meanwhile, massive Billy is still wandering around with his gun. Roxy! 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 It's a potent metaphor for American manhood, so he takes a nap. <laughs> Back in the cave. What should we do? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> How about I give you a shave? Oh, yeah, let's do that. So she <laughs> yeah. shaves her dad. What can I do? Nothing. 
I'll just sit here. How about if I washed your face? Or gave you a shave? It'll make you feel better. You've got all your junk here. Okay. Whilst Billy turns around some more. It is Sunday. I thought we could just have a bit of a bimble. <laughs> just shave like we usually do. <laughs> Dad, I thought I'd get the scenes with the girl this time. Don't make me bust your ass down to restaurant pervert again. <laughs> restaurant pervert is like, oh, sees a shot. It's your big chance. Might be able to get promoted to son. <laughs> just like my dad always promised. Egar <laughs> um, yeah. goes to get some flowers and a bunny. He's a class act, goddammit. Goddamn, I fucking love this man. I think I'm just going to read the next two notes verbatim. Yeah. Sing whilst you shave me, damn it! He's interested. He almost forgot to shut the door. Well, that doesn't say much for my sex appeal. You're running out of whiskers. <laughs> so she shaves the caveman too. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. Now that no, he doesn't have the great. beard, he actually looks substantially less weird than Massive Billy. Yeah, and sometimes that's all it takes, men with beards. So <laughs> Just shave it off and suddenly everyone will realise you're not that weird. Not as weird as Massive Billy. <laughs> We've all got a Massive Billy in our lives. It's a wonderful, wonderful attainable uh, target. Anyway, things yeah. are getting a bit handsy in the cave, so she convinces him to go outside for some fresh air fucking. And this is a great plan, but unfortunately Billy's up the wrong fucking mountain. Me at King Arthur's seat. True story. Oh? The, yeah, I climbed okay. the wrong hill in Edinburgh. Oh, oh I see. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. Can't wait to see King game. Arthur. Yes, mate. Just literally got to the top of it and um, Emma was just like, isn't that it? And pointed at a much taller mountain. Full of people. <laughs> All laughing and going, yay, what a wonderful day. <laughs> Look, they climbed the wrong, they climbed the wrong fucking one. They followed my directions. <laughs> Damn. Stupid English pricks. Damn you, son. scenic Edinburgh. English colony ironic. of the north. <laughs> the dad wanders out and mm. uh, tries to save the day as uh, there's a scuffle going on. Uh, mm. Dad, I literally have the gun and you're injured. Quiet down, boy. Let's save this dame. She faints again. Yeah. Billy tries shooting it from the neighbouring mountain and then scurries over and has a slightly better fight. Thanks, Dad. Hey, where'd he go? Where's Be- Betty Jean Betty? Mm. Terrifying Billy chucks a rock at uh, Iga and he falls no, over does a it. bit. It does him. Yeah? yeah. It's okay, honey. Everything's going to be all right. Oh, no. Iga survived somehow. <laughs> he survived a rock <laughs> to the hip. And uh, <laughs> no, he's back from He's unhuman. Um, yeah. Do they... They, they, they did establish that because of the, the, the sulfur content and the special setup of this cave. Um, <laughs> you know, this, this is how they live for that long. Anyway... Uh, pool party and uh... <laughs> well, there's a thrilling chase where between a dune buggy and a guy, and somehow they get away. <laughs> that, I mean, that's when I think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like, <laughs> God, there but for the grace of a chainsaw, <laughs> of talent, of coincidence, perhaps. <laughs> oh no, she loves him now. Oh, anyway, I guess he'll just live out there forever. Shouldn't we report it to the authorities? Oh, I didn't know you were a commie, Dad. No, we can't report them because people will want to go out and investigate. Uh, you know, authorities, governments. Yeah, but we could stop them, couldn't we, Dad? Couldn't <laughs> we? The three of us? Couldn't we? Couldn't we, mister? You got the spunk. I'll okay. give you that. 
Sure do. Billy can stand on that mountain seven miles away and fire shots into the air doing doughies on his dune buggy. <laughs> T- try and uh. take take that away from his government. So <laughs> literally can't. Yeah. So he he decides to go on a killing spree, but without the uh, so Iga decides to go on a killing spree, but without the killing. All the so spree. just a spree. Yeah, spree. <laughs> he hassles Rodney Dangerfield a bit. <laughs> You're right. I guess we can move. Yeah, he throws some people in a pool. Um, he, Lovely. He smashes. He just hits a bloke. Walks in. Yeah. It takes a while for him to get rec- uh, You know, for people to acknowledge what it is they're seeing. And yeah. Uh... Well, father and daughter have a perfectly ordinary conversation whilst preparing for a party they're attending together. <laughs> Are you sure you're feeling well enough to go out tonight? Honey, we've got to go out. Well, it's not anything special. It's just a party. Your whole gang will be there. Yeah. You can't avoid them forever. A hot teen party, no less. The hot teen party with the with your dad, and uh, it's a good thing too. It'll take their minds off of the horrific ordeal they suffered earlier today. Do you remember when I almost had you had sex with a giant? <laughs> I do remember, Dad. Dad, I love you so. Oh, much. you set me up on worse dates, <laughs> like Billy. <laughs> Billy comes in <laughs> scratching his face with a shotgun. Hey, was anyone talking about me? <laughs> your guys talking about me? <laughs> Get back in the doom buggy, Billy. <laughs> what? Fucking thing to say to a person. <laughs> oh, he comes in. She's already caught between two men. A caveman and her father. It's this set in Catford? <laughs> Was one of them the Tory, the local <laughs> local MP? <laughs> Don't know which one. Oh, oh shit, boy. though. Things are finally getting real. Igar throws two guys into a pool. One of them, the director of the incredibly strange creatures who, became, who stopped living and became mixed up zombies. Oh, no. He, and he came out just just yelling a, a Nick Cage monologue. <laughs> he ran into the sea and came out with a roll of film. <laughs> oh no, so... they shouldn't keep them down there for many reasons. <laughs> That's the best thing for them, says uh, James Cameron, who hates film. So <laughs> Billy does his third song to absolutely no reaction whatsoever. Nobody lives on the Brownsville Road. Like nobody lives there. Dig. People are fully over the fact that he can amplify his voice as though he's got a microphone. Um, <laughs> it's incredible. Disseminating it but... for miles, but they're past it. They're so, over that now. He's about done it winning. a few times too many. Yeah. <sighs> What's wrong, honey? You've been weird ever since we escaped that handsy caveman. Look, don't you worry about it. It's my job to look after you for two more years. What, until she's 35? Or <laughs> well, thereabouts. That's the cutoff point. <laughs> <laughs> the massacre continues as he garbovers a person. No, no. Oh so, God! When will this end? We do get, we get to see some hip new dance moves for the sixties. Mm-hmm. It's a new new generation, folks. Some, and the, uh, yeah, that guy from Back to the Future gets on stage and he's like, "Give me Chunk Berry." He says, <laughs> "You know, you're looking for that new sound. Keep looking." <laughs> it ain't this. <laughs> so, hold the phone. Out. Here's here's some random guy. <laughs> Who doesn't look like a haunted child, so he's got an advantage on Billy. <laughs> no, um, that's unfair. It is. Have a go at grabbing Doris's butt. But uh, it turns into a fight. I'm going to smack someone yells. Knock it off. She's my girl. I'm going to smack. I thought that's what they said. That's what they said. But Igar shows up looking to ruffle some more f- uh, fuffles. Um, oh, no, though. He gets shot a bunch. Oh, no. Poor devil, says some guy with the bassiest voice you've ever heard in your life. Poor devil. Yeah. But tell you what though, 
He was real. The Bible said so. <laughs> End of movie. <laughs> and that's that's just about going to do it for Iga. That's just about going to do it. Yeah. The the, nat, the most natural beard you ever did see. Paul? Yes. So, what, what do you think? What do you think of Iga? Oh, look, it was it was very charming in its naffness. Yes. Um, yes. It's hard to feel, uh, you know, feel begrudging or anything going through it. Mm. Um, and I had a very good time for the first 30 to 40 minutes. Uh, yes. It did start to drag after that. Oh, the sheer it, amount of time we Jesus. spent with Billy and the fucking <laughs> just climbing just up the mountain with the gun. Walking around the mountain and then the two of them just pissing about in the cave. You know, just doing little things, but nothing that was relevant or it it it, it didn't st- it didn't like make me feel anything either, except for intense boredom. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, I I was was really tickled for the first thirty forty minutes. It just kept surprising me with lovely, silly, stupid naff things. But then I feel like they'd kind of shot their load already, and. Yeah. Just needed to finish the movie at 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah, my God. It really, it did feel quite cynical. This did feel mm. like something that you pan out in order to put as a double feature at the drive-thru. Yeah. Um, like, it's really weird how unsensational it is. Like, Egar yeah. doesn't kill anyone. No. There was one death in this movie, and it is Egar. I don't know yeah. if that allowed it to show in other places. It's quite a titillating movie for the time. There's an awful lot of semi soft core nudity like you yeah. don't see a nipple at all but our main gal does spend an awful lot of the movie in her underwear getting sort of yeah hat, uh, thrown about so True. i don't know i don't know who the it's just intended as a titillating movie for the teens um yeah it but is, it is surprising it's... considering what we've seen from the time of which tends to be a lot more gruesome yeah and it's yeah it's probably best evinced by the like the first scene we have with Iga, where he he yeah. is standing in front of uh, Roxy's car, and he uh-huh. walks around it, and there's that ADR muttering, and he like ins- is inspecting things, and then he'll raise his club hand as if he's gonna do some good violence, and then stop. Yeah. It's like they they cut yeah. halfway through, and con- the continuity <laughs> guy just didn't exist. Um, yeah, um, it was his son. Oh no, he's oh, he's no. never gonna make it in Hollywood. Uh, yeah. But but then it would just stop and you'd get that little feeling of there's going to be something and then before you knew it it was as if that moment had never happened and it was very frustrating (laughs) because you just wanted something yeah jesus christ yeah god Mm. it was it is frustrating and it's 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 very strange because it does have its chance but i don't know if it's consistently bad enough to be you know one of the all-time great so bad they're you know so bad they're good movies it's not Manos, you know, just, it doesn't just keep surprising Manos. you. Yeah, yeah, and because it's 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 lazy, I think. So like a good half of the movie is, is very lazy. The good half of the movie it just it's lazy without anything else going for it. Whereas and you know the f- other half of it is lazy, but with again that charming naffness. And yeah. like, oh please, Dad, let me drive around in the dune buggy. I love it so. Uh, and and <laughs> uh, yeah, you get the impression the son was meant to be much younger. It's little yeah. things like that. It's little bits of arrogance of fuck it, that will do mm. kind of feeling to it of just, yeah, this will be an exciting sequence. We'll put some rock music on and have them drive around on the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, just 
I, I, I don't know if I was if I'm just getting jaded because there's only so many different ways these bad movies can be bad. Um, yeah, and we've already seen it, but it is it is genuinely a lot less exciting than your Manos is, or you know, yeah, a lot, I, no, a lot I, of the movies we've seen. I like to think if we hadn't seen Manos when we did and we put it on right now, we'd still be absolutely delighted with it, mate. I think You'd have this is an inferior it. example of yeah. of the bad movie genre, but it's why we're in the history hole. We're hoping to find it. I chose this movie because it does feature in the bad movie Bible. Okay. Uh, a book that um, was purchased for me by Katie Maiden, and we've gotten some very good things from there in the past. Mm. Um, but yeah, this one, I don't know. It's just considering the strength of the reaction that like the Mystery Science Theater crowd had to it, mm. I guess I expected something a bit more, something a bit more inexplicable, yeah. a bit more like, why did this happen? It's all just a little bit too explicable. It all happened yeah. because the filmmakers were lazy and wanted to put something together very quickly and easily. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of bizarre... like. I saw there was a quote that said one of the catchphrases that they take from the movie is watch out snakes. And it's like that line's in there. It's very obviously ADR'd. Mm. I don't get why it's so funny <laughs> because they're just, he exits frame yeah. and then very quickly you hear watch out snakes. And she says, yeah. Oh no snakes. Like, yeah, that's that, kind that, of it. Yeah, that didn't jump out at all for me. That just felt no. like um, something someone would say. Um, it, it it was just yeah, just nothing. It was yeah, yeah. It, know, maybe you this, just had to be there. Maybe there being the Prince Charles <laughs> cinema. Yeah, but, in nineteen sixty-two. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> fuck me, did this drag, and I and I was and I really started to resent the film come the hour mark. Um, <laughs> You've got to resent it. I'm thinking, how is there still I, half an hour to go? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Ugh. But I have some quick fires because we're pros. I have some quick fires too, so let's quick wow. fire all the good things. Bloody hell. Okay. Let's do it. Quick fire. When Roxy goes to meet uh, her Big Bad Billy exposition boyfriend. Um, yeah, Big Bad Billy. Big Bad Billy. BBB. He, uh, he says something, you know. Along the lines of, oh, well, you know, I'll look out for you because I'm a man. And, and she gives a really lovely sarcastic, uh-huh, before driving off, uh, which, I, <laughs> uh, which I found very charming. Love that. I'm going to start with literally the first thing you see. I'm going to mm. go with the Fairway International logo. And mm. the reason I'm going for that, I think, is because I found a relatively high-definition copy of this on YouTube. Okay. It looked pretty good. The yeah. color process is Eastman color, which is the color used by things like Rebel Without a Cause and um, okay. even uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. And mm. the color looks amazing. Like, the blood dripping off of the title. Yeah, you can right. see why it stood out to the guy writing the subtitle, because it looks gorgeous. And then mm. you've got the shop you've got that she comes out of at the beginning, the gas station, mm. the dune buggy, this bright red buggy driving around the sands like... Yeah, parts of it looked like a Wes Anderson film. It was so vivid. Wow. <laughs> the <version> I saw. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't I didn't see yeah. that one. <laughs> oh dear. Um uh, I, 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 I these I, trash movies just look gorgeous. It's what you get for shooting on film. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate that. Gotta appreciate that. Gotta appreciate um, that. Um The cut to the dinner halfway through Roxy telling dad and old Ethan Hawke about her seeing a giant. I, I just enjoyed because it suggested that she told Carl about it on the drive over. Oh, Carl is Billy. Mm. And then the first thing she did at the <laughs> restaurant was talk about it. Um, yeah. Just the, <laughs> the efficient implication there. It's good. Yeah, that is good. I don't know the context, but I've got the line. I didn't. I didn't touch it. I've got it happening after they fall asleep. 
before the next morning. Oh, it oh. must be the radio. Yeah. Or is it I the, don't know um, how he the, said the it, food because but... Egar ate some of the food. And when, when oh, they woke up, be. the girlfriend was like, meh, meh, meh. why did you eat some of the food that we need for my dad who's going to be dead? That's and, women. Uh, yeah, that's bloody, that's that's women. Oh, my dad's going to die. That's bloody women. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, so I, I really do like the reveal of the his special helicopter suit because he says he's taking something safer than a dune buggy. And then the next scene we see a helicopter being prepared and then we hard cut to the dad standing there in his keenest Snow White safari kit. Yeah, extremely pleased with himself talking to Roxy and Carl, who are just in their normal ass clothes. <laughs> it's very good and incongruous, and I love it's it. It's extremely so. good, mate. I'm gonna go with uh, when the, the the guy says, "There's the rest of his people," and it's just a bunch of skulls on the top mm. of like tombs, and she just has the line, "They're dead." Gee, Mister, <laughs> I kind of liked her. It's really like if you, it's it's really great to see this because this is what we complain about marvel movies doing mm. you know undercutting any serious moment with inane chatter or yeah. like you know obsessive like comedic relief and it's great to see that this is nothing new yeah you know bad movies have been doing this since day one just yeah. completely undermining any sense of peril with stupid kind of ambling yes andy comedy yeah it's easier <laughs> it wasn't invented by seth rogan Believe it or Spider not. Spider what he tells you. I know you won't. <laughs> um, and you know it's him. You'll always know it's Seth Rogen. That's the thing. Absolutely. Because he's got the identical voice. Yeah. It will never do anything different. Oh, His yeah. life depends on it. Uh, <laughs> which it will. Which it will eventually. You'll see. Episode 400. Um, <laughs> I've got something special planned. <laughs> Ooh, wonder what it is. Oh. Um, action shot of helicopter and good dune buggy action. You know, Dune wasn't just action. wasn't just using stock footage of someone pissing about in a helicopter. I appreciated that. Um, you gotta appreciate that. Mate. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I did. I also did. And even though the June buggy thing okay. went on for far too long, it was still fun to see them just bouncing around the desert in the dune buggy. Yeah. Bit of <laughs> dune buggy. It was with the rock music. It seemed like a really fucking chill hang. And yeah. sometimes. Sometimes they just seem to be going around in circles, just seeming to have have fun. Yeah, pulling the old doughy. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't that. you when you're looking for your dad in the desert? You know. Why bloody wouldn't you? Live in the moment, kids. Get off your phones. Yeah. Um. Speaking of getting off your phones, young Richard Kale or Keel. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really quite striking. Hmm. He's got those cheekbones, those strong lips, those great eyes, a strong brow. Like he's quite handsome, really. I think. Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah. And what I'm about Powerful. to say seems to contradict this, but he carry he does okay. it well um, because he he had both aspects of Michael Shannon and Arnold Schwarzenegger about him. <laughs> Nothing contradictory about that, mate. Michael <laughs> Shannon's a dreamboat. <laughs> he's, a, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger played Hercules. He was Hercules. He's so, Hercules. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. and and Michael Shannon was Nelson Van Oden. And then Stephen Graham shoots <laughs> in the back of the head. Spoilers every, every day. But what? But what does he for, do that in? You'll have to watch what? every Michael Shannon film to find out. <laughs> that from yeah, um, when Igar attacks the picnic, uh, the roast beef getting served looks great. Mm. Not the picnic, like the the the, the pool party. There's yeah. there's some roast beef getting sorted out. Roast beef, oh. not the lady, which is your nickname for women. <laughs> I've got to stop doing that. My God, the number of libraries I'm not allowed to go back into. <laughs> Confusing and offensive. 
they said. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I quite liked the Valerie song because it was introduced amusingly with him flopping down on his sleeping bag and strumming yeah. in the middle of the desert and then this sleepy, lazy <laughs> song about galleries and Valerie. Um, <laughs> silly. I, the, the transistor going off and Igor fucking legging it was my highlight. That was so funny. It's so good. He scampers <laughs> away like a, like a shitted up cat. <laughs> Look, I love it, a shitted up cat. Didn't see enough of that. That's Cinema. So funny when they're like that. Oh, hilarious. Uh, the heads of the ancestors were kind of existentially gross. Uh, yes, they were. Had that head they? vibe, and it was, it was, a th- <laughs> it was, it was uh, quite a lot for eating dinner, along with. Uh, oh God, yeah. that was a difficult don't, sentence, but you know what I mean. Don't do it along with that. Don't don't do anything along with a shrunken head cave. You know. <laughs> That's what my dad used to say. The list of things you shouldn't be doing things along with the shrunken head cave is longer than the list of things with which you should be doing things in the shrunken head cave. <laughs> Undeniably, yeah. but it's a hell of a list. Oh boy! Uh, even the titles are, you know, a mouthful. So often, Igar's voice was like a Sadaka uh, warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I, I like the line with uh, with the uh, G G Golly daughter and Igar when the dad asks what she's doing. What is it? Believe it or not, Dad. I'm going to look at his etchings. <laughs> Silly. Fun. That is good. But, um, we had a uh, we had our take it all off guy in this film as well. <laughs> Do you remember the guy at the pool who was drinking and his wife tells him, George, you're drunk. Give me the keys to the car. No, baby. I just had one. That's all. Just one, baby. That's all. I've just had one. One bottle. Hey, baby! You've had enough! Well, I'll tell you when I've had enough! When Egar's trying to get through, a, he's trying to figure out how to open a door, the, the camera <laughs> closes in on a doorknob with his hand, like, moving around it, and eventually he approach, the hand approaches the doorknob and cautiously taps it like a, you know, cat trying to, like, attacking yeah. a toy, before the hand freaks out and moves quickly away from it. And it's all this, this mm. sort of static shot. It's so silly. It's wonderful. <laughs> Love and, that. And, you know, there were some really cool moments of bands and people playing guitars looking cool in that rockabilly way. Yeah. And that's when, yeah, he's, that's when his floppy hair looks good. <laughs> the stage it's good, damn it. it. Yeah. yeah, it did. It made sense in that context. Uh, uh, and you know what? what? My last one also made that floppy hair make sense. Oh. It's when he ditches his guitar, tosses it over to some other guy who takes over. And he approaches his girlfriend <laughs> in the most maddening way you can imagine and partakes in one of the most extreme, extraordinary dance sequences you've ever seen in your life. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. It's sexual. As several onlookers describe it, it looks more like fighting than anything else. But it's it's a hell of a dance. I found it exciting, dramatic, intimate, everything I look for in a potential sexual partner. And for that, this film is to be commended. A podcast host. (laughs) Ah. Well, that's fair. There you go. I ain't mad at that. That is fair. I ain't mad at that. And I tell you who else I'm not mad at. The Mm -hmm. OG team, because I didn't ask them this week. Oh, fantastic. I I rarely ask the OG team um, for a history holer, uh, and I didn't do it this week. And it's a lovely time save. It is a bit of a time save. But we, that's, you know what? That's no excuse. We love the OG team. We always want to hear from you, but we just figured you probably haven't seen Iga, 
Maybe we're wrong. Tell mm-hmm. us. Tell That's us. the kind of thing that helps us grow. Yeah. As fucking people. Yeah, true. Yeah. And if you're th- if you're sitting I've... there thinking, oh, the pools are so funny, I wonder if uh, it's worth seeing Eager. Uh, don't, don't bother. No, probably not see Eager. Save your time. Watch the uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I think I, I I may have had more fun watching this than the Super Mario Brothers. It was prettier. Mm. It was <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers was colourful and it made the boredom less intense. My version of this was more colourful than Super Mario Brothers. That's true. <laughs> that's it's on me. Eastman colour, motherfucker. Didn't realise the David Lowry remaster was out. <laughs> uh also one better thing. The one better thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I, Shall I go? <laughs> yeah, you, you do that and I'll have a think. Okay, you have a bit of a thing, mate. Um, I'm going with a film that is beloved by Guillermo del Toro and Mark Kermode um, equally. Mm. Uh, I'm going with Deathline. Mm. 1972 film. It went by another title. Let me see if I can get that for you. Is Nope, I can't. Great. It is a British horror film directed mm. by Gary Sherman from 1972. And it stars Donald Pleasance as a detective investigating a series of murders in the London Underground, mm. where there is a disused station. And the reason it came to mind is because, of course, what is down there is a mutated... Raw Meat was the other title. There was okay. a um, a mutated worker down there. There mutated. was a cave-in, a bunch of people working in the uh, in the tube were trapped down there. The <laughs> there were neutrinos mutating all over the place, and they're turning these guys into horrible mutants in the underground, mm. which does happen to everyone who goes on the underground regularly enough. We know this. Um, they've devolved. There's only one left. He's keeping a bunch of his dead relatives about, is the thing. Mm. So it has a kind of cave feel to it he's got his little cave and his little lure and there's this extraordinary single shot that exposes the whole place one of the most breathtaking things in all of horror cinema (laughs) the mutant has evolved to the point they can only say mind the doors yeah it's kind of mad but it's really quite brilliant um Mm. yeah i highly recommend it and donald pleasance is amazing in it and there's a single scene between him and christopher lee which is fabulous and they couldn't shoot any shots with them both in it because they couldn't get them both in the frame at the same time because <laughs> Christopher Lee is a tremendously very, very giant tall. man and Donald Pleasance is not. Very, very short. <laughs> very, very short. Aww. So, yeah. Deathline or Raw Meat. Super. Check it out. Well, Super. The thing is, Paul, I can't get this Hello. film out of my head despite having not seen it. Um, <gasps> throughout uh, all of EGAR, I thought... I know Encino Man is poorly reviewed. <laughs> but it's poorly sure. Um, yeah, sp- uh, more importantly, Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, yeah. yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm sure I'd have a better time watching Encino Man. And I'm sure we'll find <laughs> out, because I think Nels recommended it for us to do at some point. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> Starring the poorly something sure. else. You love him. There's From something Sphere. else before that, isn't there? There's something, yeah, Sphere, that's it. There's going to be Sphere first. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thank God for that. Unfortunately, because of this new algorithm-based approach we're doing, we have to wait until Sphere 2 comes out before we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Damn. never say or never. Or wait, wait for the next Dustin Hoffman blockbuster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or whoever else was in that. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. She's yep. knocking them out. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Won't be long now. Yeah. You yep. watch this space, <sighs> listeners. Yeah. But I'll tell you what other spaces you should be watching after you've checked out the one better thing. The one better thing <laughs> is uh, the, the, the space, the, the, our spaces. Paul, how can people get onto our space? Our space, a.k.a. Uh, Elon Musk's X experience. Um, <laughs> 
we're we're starting up a new partnership with the Musker, so uh, hopefully, uh, you know, oh, old Muskers, a lot of bile and stress coming our way. Fingers crossed. And uh, yeah, apparently, if you go on to X and then look up one good thing, we're still on there. Yeah, he's just put a note on our account that says tosses. But uh, that's like a that's like a blue check. So um, <laughs> in, in Elon <laughs> Musk's utopia. Um, but yeah, go on Twitter, Facebook. And uh, also people who are patrons and can pay as little as a pound for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and millions of hours of extra content. Um, we put out the call for the OG team. So if you've, if you've seen your fair share of bad movies or think, oh, I bloody hate this specific one. Yeah. Keep checking because one day we're going to do it. And we need you to tell us your good things. Absolutely. Mm. And on that day, you shall be called and you shall know that you are OGT. I'm Paul GT. I'm Roxy. And remember, the one good thing about Iga, Iga. is that behind, if you, behind every caveman, behind the furrowed brow and the big beard, mm-hmm. is a beautiful, beautiful man just waiting to take a bite out of Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> <Goodbye>. <laughs> Iga! Iga!